Hey friends, welcome to the By His Grace podcast. I am your host, Misty Phillip, and I am excited. Today, we're gonna talk about uh, freedom since we are celebrating the 4th of July this week. I'm excited to bring on the National Police Association spokeswoman, Sergeant Betsy Branter-Smith. Betsy retired in 2009 as a 29-year veteran of a large police department, and she was an officer that she held positions in patrol, investigations, narcotics, juvenile, and hostage negotiation crime prevention and field training. And we're going to bring her on to talk about her work with the National Police Association. But as I was talking to Betsy, we were talking about just uh, appreciating the defenders in our life. And um, I wanted to bring my husband, Peter, on, who always does such a great job of one of the things I mentioned to Betsy in the episode is how you always buy the dinner when we're out, like on a date night or something, you'll see a police officer walk in and every single time you go and buy their dinner. It's just a way that you show appreciation. So before I get into the episode with Betsy, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about that and ask you like, what what prompts you to do that? Because it's not something I ever would have thought to do, but it's it's something that you always do. So I know it's on your heart to do. So what what had prompted this appreciation for police officers and community servers? I, I think, well, first of all, growing up, you know, in the generation you know, I was born in the in the the end of the sixties, and you know, policemen were always highly regarded right they're the they're the you know I, I this first responder thing i'm not a fan of but they are the people you call when things go bad right uh, or you need help and i think i have i have done a lot of my consulting career i've done a lot of work with police departments and i understand what they get paid first of all name another job where when you leave you if your spouse leaves and they're, they're, they're an officer that they may not come home that day. And when they go do it for that money every day, they don't know that that traffic stop is not a nut. Who's going to shoot them when they walk up to the window. Like there's so many things that can go wrong and, and so many things in their day that can just be terrible and it can, they can not come home. And who else, who else, what other job does that? There isn't unless you're like one of those ultra high line, electrical dudes who can get zapped immediately when they have to take all kinds of precautions and the, the electricity is, is a mean thing, but it's not actively trying to hurt you. Like, and they go every day and they go out and do that. Right. And they do it with a, sometimes the most amazingly morbid sense of humor. It's, it's, it's a great, but it, it, it probably takes some uh, getting used to, but they have to do these things, right? Because they're challenged every day with the possibility of not coming home. And I don't think people appreciate that very much. And they don't understand how dangerous being a policeman is. Even if it's just pulling someone over and getting hit on the freeway or, uh, a, you know, a gang member or some other thing. Like, don't you think about that every day. Your, most jobs are so mundane that your odds of being killed, are, you're going to win the lottery before you would die, you know, going to your job. Policemen, it's not that way at all, right? EMT, same way. Firemen, just as dangerous, right? Fires, they run into, literally run into burning buildings and rescue people and do things right. So, but policemen in particular, because they do the job that other people don't want to do and they go to the places people don't want to go and they get things done. And we really need, we should appreciate that more, especially for the money they get paid. Like that's a travesty. You want to complain about teachers not making much money, man, policemen don't get 
nearly what they're worth because they put their life on the line every day. Yeah. And one of the other things that I talk uh, to Betsy about in the episode that we'll get into in just a minute is I, I told her that you were part of the the Citizens Police Academy. And so do you want to explain what that is? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, it's run by the sheriff's office and it's a nine week course, I think, or 12 weeks, 12 week course. And you go and you get to see what it's like to be a policeman. Uh, the bomb squad comes in and talks to you. The K9 division comes in. The SWAT team comes in. You get to go to the range. You can see them set off explosives. They take you to the jail. You get to walk around the jail, and they reinforce, don't take your badge off or you're going to spend the night here because they won't believe you're not a convict and you're going to spend the night. And you kind of go this whole thing. And then they do a mock. To understand what it's like in the day of life of a cop, you do what's called a pullover where they get you in a cop car and then you pull someone over and it's all policemen. It's all, you know, an act of policemen, but you see like from that angle, like what, how I was killed three times. Like I was, <laughs> they killed me three times. It was crazy. And one was a domestic case where I thought I was helping the, the, the woman who was being beaten. She ended up shooting me, which is a real thing. Right. So you see like how fast it can go sideways or how charged it is to you in your car, you get pulled over and you're angry about it. You're like, Oh, come on. But to that, cop walking up like he has no idea what's in that box like that's why you roll your windows down and put your hands on the wheel and show them you're not a threat but they don't know and when i experienced that you know pulling someone over the guy in a big truck the windows were tinted i'm walking up like man he just like shot me through the window like i'm dead right all that's real and you don't you don't realize how that can't be helped that can't be good for your health like the amount of cortisol that you're dumping every day every time it's really, really hard and gave me such an education and understanding. And I already have been this, you know, I've had this heart for, for, for law enforcement like that all my, almost all my life. Right. So I have it for the military as well, especially, but to see it, I think everybody should go through that course. Everyone should see what it's like to get, to pull someone over and understand how things, you know, if you're not trained in that seconds could happen so fast the event and you think, well, I can do, I know what I'm going to do. No, you don't, you don't, you don't know. You think you do, you don't. And that's why it is the way it is. And so I, I love that. I think everyone should try it at least once it's free and you can do it. Yeah. So I wanted to do this episode this week. This conversation that I have with Betsy was recorded. It's part of my young women's leadership series that I've been doing, but I wanted to share this conversation and the one that I'm having with you right now, because we're celebrating the 4th of July in America and it's all about freedom. It's about remembering those who've, who've gone before us and you know, one of the things that keeps us free is that we have law and order. And so I love just watching you express your appreciation to the people who are protecting and serving now that and making our lives better. I know that there are ex exceptions to the case, but for the most part, like you said, these individuals are going out, they're laying their lives down every day for us. And, and I also want to just touch on the, the military aspect as well. We have no idea. That's another segment of people who are not paid well, who often have to buy their own equipment to do the job that they have to do so that we can, you know, walk around in the United States and feel protected and free because of, of them going to war for us. And I know that you've got a great appreciation for the military too. So I thought I'd just, before I got into the episode with Betsy, thought I'd give you a, a minute to just say why you have that appreciation for the military. They're the ultimate representation of the freedom of our country. 
because we would either be speaking German or Russian if it wasn't for the military, right? They make the ultimate sacrifice all the time, and they're and the, the ones who are called do it with such selflessness, like it's it's it's, it's incredible. And the average person either doesn't see it or doesn't want to see it. But man. It's good. We are the land of the free because we are the home of the brave. So thank you for listening to this episode. I'm excited for you to meet Officer Betsy. You may have seen her on Newsmax or Fox News. She is the representative of the National Police Association. And uh, I think you're going to enjoy the conversation that we have today. So Peter, thank you so much for being here with me. And please welcome Sergeant Betsy. Welcome to the By His Grace podcast. I'm your host, Misty Phillip, and I am excited today. I am recording live from the Young Women's Leadership Conference, and today I have Sergeant Betsy with me, and she is with the National Police Association. So what is the National Police Association? So the National Police Association is a law enforcement advocacy and education group. We're a charity. And, uh, and we are very constitutional. You know, we, we uh, talk a lot about protecting the Second Amendment rights of citizens. And we get involved in all kinds of different diverse uh, cases in court. For example, we're the organization that sued to get the Covenant School Shooting Manifesto release. We filed FOIA requests uh, and eventually sued the Biden administration when they wrongfully accused our Border Patrol agents of whipping Haitian migrants. We got involved in, uh, in cases such as the Tony McBride case in L.A. where we think police officers are getting a raw deal. And uh, we have a fantastic website. We have articles and books. And then I go out and talk to the media uh, about the American law enforcement officer and the, and the law enforcement experience and try and fight that false narrative that somehow it's the American law enforcement officer is the problem. Yeah. So what are some ways that we can um, support the, your organization and the work that you're doing? Well, I would encourage everybody to go to nationalpolice.org. You can take a look at our website, and we have things like a thank you note program. We have a a national billboard program where we put up billboards all over the country that say thank a cop. We also, uh, we donate money for uh, smaller agencies who can't afford to buy, for example, a bulletproof vest for their police canine, and we buy the canine, so vests. We get involved in uh, cadet and police explorer programs when an agency can't afford to start one. And, uh, and we're very active in social media. We have a great Twitter account. It's uh, at Nat Police A-S-S-N, Asos. Uh, and uh, I'm on Twitter so at SGT Betsy Smith. We have a great Facebook page. We have a YouTube channel because I have a show called the NPA Report. It's on Pluto. It's on the first TV. And then it streams on our uh, YouTube page. And we have just the most amazing guests like Sheriff Mark Lamb and Sheriff David Clark and, and Liz Collin and her husband Bob Kroll from Minneapolis and just so many wonderful law enforcement and media superstars out there 
And uh, we just ask people to go, if you can, uh, give, uh, you know, donate to the National Police Association and sign up for our newsletter because it's incredibly informing and, frankly, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's amazing. So we were talking earlier and I told you how my husband, every time we go to a restaurant and he sees an officer, he buys their dinner. We're always thanking the officers. And what I didn't know is, that, like you said about the buying the vests, like you, we, we think that our government is supplying our officers with all of the things that they need, but my husband has educated me that a lot of the things they're purchasing on their own for their safety. My husband went through the Citizens Police Academy and uh, promptly killed a bunch of people on accident. <laughs> um, but it's really, we are a huge uh, fan of the police because if we don't have a police presence, we don't have law and order. And so can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. And and that's the thing. And I I love that your husband went to Citizen Police Academy. I used to run mine for my agency. And and what that does, if you have a Citizen Police Academy uh, in your area, is that you learn really what your local police department does kind of on a day-to-day basis. But you're absolutely right. A lot of police departments don't, they don't even have money to buy body armor for their officers and deputies, much less their police canines. They don't have the funding to start those cadets debt and explorer programs to bring young people into this job because right now American law enforcement is so shorthanded in most agencies. You know, retirements are up 45% and we are not replacing those officers and deputies and agents with young people. That's one of the reasons we're involved with Turning Point is because we want to encourage young people who might see law enforcement as a profession. We want them to come to this profession, know that it's a great profession because the media and the activists and the politicians are saying, oh, law enforcement's bad, law enforcement's racist, this and that, don't get involved in it. When in reality, you know, the and I talked about this on stage earlier today, people who don't feel safe aren't free. Yes, I and love when you said that because that's so true. If we're walking around always afraid, then we're not free. So, so expound on that a little more. Well, you know, everyone in this country deserves, first and foremost through the Constitution, the right to be able to protect themselves. The National Police Association is the most pro-Second Amendment police organization in this country. But we also want to make sure that American law enforcement is able able to protect our citizens as even people who don't think they need protection they definitely do so we want you to be able to go and get in your car and not worried about getting carjacked and go to the drugstore and not worry about getting, tripping over a shoplifter and and you know we want you to feel safe in your home and outside of your home and that's what the american law enforcement officer wants their citizens to be able to do. But when you see, we have these woke prosecutors and uh, asleep at the wheel judges who let people out, they encourage bail reform, which just means no cash bail for anybody. And they encourage the criminal element to run the show. We wanna bring the justice system back to a crime victim centric justice system, not a pro-criminal justice system, which is what it is now in a lot of places. Yeah. So how can we, how can we fix it? How can we turn the tide? Because there's, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. So how can, how can people get involved? 
Well, what people need to do is pay attention to local elections. You know, one of the reasons we have all these George Soros-installed county prosecutors around this country is because people don't really pay attention to the county prosecutor race. So the Soros organization came in with small amounts of money, 250, 300,000, and got these far-left prosecutors elected in counties all over this country. So pay attention to your county elections pay attention to your county board of supervisors election your school board elections your sheriff's elections and pay attention to who is coming in to your community and wanting to uh, be a part of the political process and then also get to know your local police department get to know your sheriff or your chief and their officers and do what you and your husband do when you see a cop you know, having coffee or buying a hamburger or whatever for lunch or just see them driving around your neighborhood, you know, smile and wave, tell them thanks for what they do, buy them a cup of coffee. I'll tell you what, I was a cop for 29 years and just seeing somebody smile and wave at me would make your whole day because a lot of people don't want to see you coming and a lot of times we're going to a house to take daddy to jail and uh, and, and we're not the most popular. But this is the thing, we are there for the American public. We want to serve. Cops have that servant heart. So, you know, just support your local law enforcement, pay attention to elections, and uh, and get involved in the process. Yeah, and I think the law enforcement, in, in my area anyway, has done a really good job. They've got a great social media presence. So they're reporting on the crime, but they're also like an important part of our community, and they show the community aspect of the officers and the officers' lives. And, and I think that's really good. I think probably more police departments need to have that connection with the community so that they um, can really bond with people in the community as well. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, very often a a chief will use social media to say, well, I'm going to come clean because my officer did this thing wrong. But they don't, they never publicize the day-to-day good works that cops do. Buying a meal for a homeless person or giving shoes to somebody who doesn't have any shoes or, you know, buying a lady's groceries or stopping at a kid's uh, lemonade stand and buying lemonade and fixing a kid's bike and things like that. Cops do that stuff every single day. And we, we need our police leaders to recognize that. And that's something you can do as a citizen too, is call up your chief of police and say, hey, you know, you guys have this Instagram account or this Facebook account or whatever. Will you put some of the good things our cops do because they, they do it every single day. And if you see a cop doing something kind, something good, you know, take a picture of it, send it to the chief and say, hey, I'd like to see you publicize this. Yeah, that's so great. Well, tell everybody again where they can connect with you, the best place to learn more, how they can get involved in your organization. So go to nationalpolice.org, sign up for our newsletter, reach out to us on Twitter, on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is just National Police on YouTube, and uh, see all the things that you can do to get involved and to donate. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Betsy. I appreciate you and the work that you do. Thank you for serving in law enforcement and thank you for um, continuing on fighting the good fight. Thanks for having me. From aspiring musicians to church worship teams, theworshipinitiative.com has resources for everyone. The Worship Initiative is an online training resource to help you learn and lead top worship songs with in-depth instrument tutorial videos, chord charts, and more. Alongside instrument training, we have devotionals for every song and training videos on how to be an effective worship leader from voices like Shane and Shane, Phil Wickham, John Piper, Ben Stewart, and more. 
only at theworshipinitiative.com. Start learning and leading your team now by using the code SPARK23 for your first month free. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. Thank you for joining me today on By His Grace. I hope you've enjoyed listening and are encouraged by our guest today. I would love for you to visit my blog, mistyphilip.com, for more encouragement. You can find me on social media as Misty Phillip, and I would love to connect with you there.